What makes a champion? What makes a winner? What makes a person a great human being? And there's lots of opinions about that, of course. I'm standing here in my husband's office with an uh, enormous number of trophies and medals. He's obviously a champion. But one of the things that he always shares with his students at his martial arts school is it's great to be a great athlete, but why not be a great human being as well as a great athlete? So what makes great human beings? And there's a, a really interesting series of questions to ask. Is it discipline? Is it focus? Is it commitment? Is it to have a goal? Is it to achieve the goal? And the people that are champions, do they have something in common? And one of the really interesting things when you study excellence in sport in particular, and individual sports as well as team sports, a lot of athletes will share that the reason they became good at their sport is that they wanted to support their family. They wanted to give back to the people that had given them life or given them a great life. So I want to uh, win this championship so I can buy my mother a house or I can buy my family a new car or I can invest in my family and make sure that they're wealthy. So one of the driving forces for a lot of people uh, and particularly wealthy people is they want to give back to the people that they love. So is it possible that being a great human being has a lot to do with giving back, not just winning, not just getting a medal, not just getting a trophy? And if you combine the two together, which is I'm a great human being and I'm an elite athlete, I'm really good at what I do, and it might not be a, be a sport, it could be music, it could be business, it could be a charity, it could be whatever you're good at, uh, wouldn't it be nice that that beautiful gift that you've been given uh, then allows you to give back to your world? Have you noticed, however, that there seems to be in the world two kinds of people? There are people that like to give, and there are people who like to be given to. They like to have stuff given to them. They rely on the government or their family or somebody. Uh, it's, and I, I was taught this at a very young age. Rowie, the world doesn't owe you a living because it was here first. But it seems there's quite a few people in the world who think that the, they seem to act like the world owes them a living. And I remember at a very young age, my father teaching me that the best place to find a helping hand is at the end of my own arm. And it's better to be the person that can give rather than be the person that has to ask for something. Uh, and I get that there are people who need help and there are people who ask for help. But is it possible that if you already or if you've done everything that you possibly can on your own first, uh, before you ever ask that the people who can help you are more likely to help you because they can see that you've done everything that you possibly can. So my very personal question is this. If you want to be successful at whatever it is, whether it's sport or music or business or, or just being a great human being, being a great parent, being a, a pastor, a teacher, coach, a boss, a leader, whatever, is, whatever it is that you want to be good at, is it possible that it's got more to do with giving than it has with receiving? So there's my first question. Do you want to be the person who can give or do you want to be the person that asks? The next part of that, of course, is if somebody does something beautiful for you, to be thankful for that. So gratitude. And again, if you go to elite sports people who are really good at what they do, when they win something, they always thank the people in their life who allowed that to happen. Everyone understands that I didn't get here by myself. I didn't, I didn't create my own body, so my parents created me. I'm here because somebody created me as a person. So thank you to my parents, thank you to my coach, thank you to the people who are watching because elite athletes know that if there's no crowd there, it's very unlikely they're going to get, well, they won't get paid because if there's no crowd, there's no money. 
they thank the referees, they thank the, the coaches, they thank the volunteers that are helping the event happen. They become or are very grateful, thankful people. So is it possible that success comes with giving and comes with being grateful? So I've got a great question to ask personally. If you are a person who is not grateful for all of the things in your life, not just the good things, but the crappy things as well, because bad things happen, and I'll use the example of sport again, uh, in this office is a lot of gold medals and trophies for world championships, uh, but K-Man is the first person to thank his competitor, because if there was no competitor, he wouldn't be able to compete. So he's very thankful for the person who's there to compete with him. He's also very thankful to the person who beats him. He doesn't get upset or cranky if somebody wins and he doesn't. He's just very thankful because it means that he has to get better. He uses losing as a driving force to get better. So he's thankful for everything. Is it possible that as a great human being, uh, you don't just, oh, I'm thankful because it's a sunny day or I'm thankful because I've got lots of money or I'm thankful because my life is awesome. What about being thankful for the tough times because they make you tougher, stronger, wiser, better? What about being thankful for the horrible people in your life because they make you appreciate the beautiful people in your life? Can we be thankful for tough times and, and, and uh, being broke and being on the bones of our ass? And of course, there's plenty of elite athletes who will tell you that that was the driving force for them to succeed because they had hit rock bottom and it was the reason why they got off their ass and did something really special with their life. And that, again, is not just related to elite, elite athletes. There's a lot of people in the world that the reason they become successful is because they had such a tough time. So they're really thankful for the tough times. So I'll give you a beautiful example of uh, at the Max International Colleges, the, the business diploma, uh, I think we're the only college in the world that we also focus on wealth creation because what's the point of having a great business and becoming successful in business if you don't know what to do with the money, if you don't know how to invest wisely, if you don't know how to create wealth and keep it. And there's plenty of people that create wealth, but they don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to invest wisely and they end up being broke. And we obviously don't want that for our students and we don't want that for our business professionals. So one of the things we teach at Max, of course, is to become financially free. And I'll use a really interesting story. Uh, if you live as a poor person, it's very difficult for your headspace to then become a wealthy person. You have to start living as a wealthy person. What would a wealthy person do? How would they invest? What would they do with their money? And it's interesting because in a Western world, it's not usually about not having any money. It's just about the allocation of money. So K-Man and I were in a situation at, at one time where we were looking at a business deal with a very large group of, of health clubs and we were invited out for dinner and it was a big group of people at a very expensive restaurant and it's really easy to go out with a group of people that are very wealthy and expect them to pay and I'm asking you not to do that. That's a, it, I just think that's disrespectful and rude for the people that have become very wealthy to expect them to pay uh, there's a reason they became wealthy because they did the, they earned the money. So we were in that situation. Uh, we were not wealthy at the time. We had some serious financial challenges, but we didn't want to want those wealthy people. We didn't expect them to pay for us. So we invested the money into that dinner, of a very expensive dinner with a large number of people. And I, I say invested very uh, carefully because. We invested that because we didn't expect people to pay for us. We wanted to take responsibility for our dinner, and we took responsibility for everybody else's dinner. Now, it turned out for us that worked out very well. We got a very large contract with that company, uh, and we found out a very long time later that they really appreciated the fact that we didn't expect them to pay for our dinner. When the bill came, we didn't want to split the bill, and I'm now going to share this with you. 
One of the things that I've always been taught is if you can't go out for dinner and pay for everybody, then don't go. Because this squabbling about the bill, I didn't have an entree and I didn't drink wine and I didn't have a dessert, becomes a very ugly human experience. I hate it. So I set the goal at a very young age that if I couldn't pay for everybody when I went out for dinner, I wouldn't go. And I'm sharing that with you very personally because it forces you into a headspace of abundance. You have to make money. You have to become financially free. You have to become financially secure to be able to do that. Now, the reverse of that, and of course, and I have lots of people in my life who have lots of money, and they all pay. It doesn't, and that's one of the things that happens when we go out for dinner. Everyone's fighting about who's going to pay for everything because wealthy people, people who have done well with their life, want to be able to give to people in their life. The reverse of that, though, is we do have some people in our life who are very happy to take advantage of that, but they don't last for very long. So if you are, a, if you are not financially free, if you are struggling for money, and you are constantly going out with people who have lots of money and you expect them to pay or you allow them to pay or you just think that it's great for them to pay, uh, there comes a time when the people who can pay get really sick of that because it's taking advantage, it's disrespectful, it's irresponsible. And I've just had an experience uh, in the last couple of weeks where uh, two very beautiful people in my life, one who has lots of money and one who we don't actually know whether they've got lots of money or not, but the person who, and this person seemed to act as though they had no money because every time they went out for dinner, coffee, breakfast, and it was a holiday trip, and this person took full advantage of the fact that they were on holidays with somebody that was very wealthy. Now, I'll give you a side note to that. The person who took this other person on holidays said, I will pay for everything. I will pay for your airfares, your accommodation, for your food. I just would love you to have a great holiday. But here's where it becomes really ugly. That person took advantage of the holiday and that's okay because they were offered that and that's what the deal was at the start. I'm going to pay for everything. But what was missing was gratitude and thankfulness. Uh, they, that particular those two people came to visit us and we took them out for dinner as well. And the person with lots of money was very thankful when we paid for dinner, very thankful. But the person that was paying for nothing didn't even say thank you. I'm sharing that story with you because I find that to be very disappointing and I find that about human nature to be something very sad. When somebody does something special for you, isn't it the right thing to do to say thank you? Thank you so much for investing time in me, investing money in me, investing your passion in me, investing your knowledge in me. I'll give you another example. A lot of wealthy people share with me that a lot of people in their life will say to them, you're really wealthy, you've done really well in business, you're really successful, can I take you out for a cup of coffee and pick your brain? That is a very disrespectful thing to say. If you were to invest in a successful business person to help you with your business and you wanted to pick their brain, if they were a business coach, that would cost you hundreds if not thousands of dollars for an hour. And I've had business people say to me, I've got so many people in my life who think that my knowledge is only worth a cup of coffee. If you're going to ask somebody to help you and they are a business person, would it be respectful to ask with respect, what is it going, what do I need to invest in you to be able to brainstorm with you to be able to pick your brain? And if you can't afford it, don't go. But the beautiful thing is if there's wealthy people who have become very successful in business and you take them out and invest money in them and they tell you, look, it's $1,000 an hour or $10,000 an hour, or they might even say to you, I'm very happy to help you. 
But if you're going to do that and they're going to invest time in you for free, wouldn't it be really beautiful to say thank you in the most gorgeous way that you can possibly find? Now, it might be, and I'll use myself as an example. People always say, Rowie, I don't know what to buy you because you're a woman with everything. But if you invest in a, a dog treat for my puppy dogs, uh, this, the gorgeous man that came to our house, had the story I just told you about, when he came to visit us, he bought beautiful dog bones, fresh meat for our dogs. The best gift you could possibly give me because I love that my dogs appreciate great food and it was such a beautiful treat for them. I'm sharing all of that with you because being a champion person, being a beautiful human being, is about, we hear this all the time, be the best version of yourself, be the best person you can be, and I hate both of those expressions. Because best means you can't get better, and best version of yourself, what if that's not the, the best person that you could possibly be? And if you think you are the best, how could you possibly get better? So if you want to be a, a human being that is respected, that people want to invest time with, that people want to brainstorm with, what are you going to do to add to the, the group, add to the communication, add to the contact? What are you going to do to add value to people's lives rather than take away? And as an interesting side note, and I'll share it again, if you're going to go out with, to dinner with people, if you're going to invest time with people that have money, could it be rude and irresponsible to expect them to pay? Uh, even if they want to, the expectation is where it becomes rude. If the bill comes out and you can't afford to pay for that bill, could it be a really good idea that you didn't go in the first place? Obviously, this is a very personal thing for me because there's a lot of people that have taken advantage of my husband and I over the years, major advantage, and that's our challenge because we allowed that to happen. But what we're doing now is we're, up, we're aiming to inspire people to be financially free, to be wealthy, to have financial security so you can be the person that can give rather than has to ask for help. You can be the person that can take people out for dinner and appreciate the joy of being able to do that. And you can be the person who can say, thank you, I've got a great life, I appreciate my life, I love that I've worked really hard, I'm self-disciplined, self-motivated, self-educated, self-inspired to be able to have achieved all of these things so that you have self-respect. And that's the most important thing to me. I would find it very disrespectful to go out to dinner with somebody, to go on holidays with somebody and not invest any money in that because... I would be expecting somebody to look after me and I respect myself so I want to have the respect for myself and for other people to be able to live my life to the max which means I'm going to be healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that I love, be financially free, secure, wealthy, whatever you want to call it and only have great people in my life and that's the reason for Romax every day. Healthy, fit and strong, career or business that you love, be financially free and have great people and that whole process creates a beautiful life. So may you live your life to the max, doing what you love, being grateful for everything that happens, thankful to the people that have helped you, but wouldn't it be nice to be the person that can do the helping rather than have to ask for help? What a great question. Mm -hmm.